Thanks for listening to The Awakening Podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Hey everyone, good to be with you in your homes today. I hope you had an awesome Christmas and Christmas break and we're gonna have a great new year. And with that in mind, I wanna speak to you today about one of the most powerful spiritual principles that's found in the Bible that can set you up for this next year. It literally can change your physical and spiritual life. It's one of the few things in the whole world where you gain more by subtracting. And if followed, it will bring deliverance, it will empower discipline, and it will draw you into God's presence, which is our hope. What I'm speaking about is fasting. You know, every year as a church, we go into a season of fasting and prayer for 21 days. And the theme this year is 21 days of presence. And what we do is we gather together Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the first week and the third week. In the middle week, we gather together at 6 a.m. every day. But our goal is to pray together, fast together, seek God's face for the new year. And you know, there's many different types of fasts. There's water and liquid fasts. There's Daniel fast, which is uh, fruits and vegetables only, no caffeine on the Daniel fast. And then, uh, then there's like a junk fast, which I would say is, uh, you know, any junk food, uh, fasting gossip, uh, media, social media. These are all great fasts. But for this year, what I'm hoping we could do together over the next 21 days is have a Daniel fast. And I would even challenge you, as you're doing the Daniel fast, each week maybe to add a certain type of fast for that week. For instance, my wife and I, we try and do a media fast along with the Daniel fast. So we'll either watch no media or last year we added just uh, like The Chosen. We'd watch that show, which if you haven't watched it, it's an incredible, incredible show. And I, I would highly encourage you to watch that and the new season's coming, so perfect time to gear up. But our goal is to kind of quiet out the world, to focus in on God, focus in on his word, and see what God has to say to us. See, fasting should be physical, it should be spiritual, and it should be sacrificial but it shouldn't be unsafe. And so you wanna make sure as you're heading into it, you're heading in with a plan, with readiness, and uh, you choose a fast that really will, will put you in the right state before the Lord. That's what fasting is all about, positioning yourself before the Lord. So I guess my question for you as you head into this next year is, are you searching right now for direction? Do you have some decisions to make? Are you seeking understanding? All of these things I believe will be answered through fasting and prayer because fasting brings vision and breakthrough. I think a lot of times we don't fast simply because it's just not easy. In fact, it's almost like you have no desire for food at all until you say, I'm gonna fast, and now all of a sudden everything tempts you. McDonald's releases a, a new special. But when we begin to fast, we begin to engage in uh, spiritual principles. And even though it's not easy, I would. I would hope that we don't miss the benefit that comes with leaning in, engaging with these spiritual principles and getting some spiritual triumph. Jesus speaks to us about fasting. In fact, of course, he speaks about it in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter six. And this is what he has to say. He says, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting might be seen by others constantly talking about it. Truly I say to you, Jesus says, they've received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will, catch this, reward you. At the end of the fast, 
will, will be a reward. There's a promise attached to it. So I want to speak to you about three reasons why we fast and what happens when we do. The first is that Jesus calls us to fast. I mean, take a look at what Jesus says here in Matthew 6. He, he uses the phrase, and when you fast. What's the key word? It's when. Jesus expects his followers to fast. In fact, there was a time when John the Baptist's disciples came to Jesus' disciples and they, they were asking, why don't you, Jesus, why, why, why don't your disciples fast? Obviously, you know, John the Baptist's disciples felt like they had it a little bit tougher than uh, Jesus' disciples at this moment. But Jesus has a really cool response. He says, when the groom is gone, then, then, the, then the bride will fast. But when we're at the wedding festival right now, it's time for a feast. What Jesus was saying is, is that now that I'm here, we're going to celebrate. But when I'm gone, he says, so don't you worry, my disciples will fast. And that's like a prophetic statement about us and a call to us to join the original disciples in fasting to bring the presence of Jesus close. Jesus himself fasted for 40 days and nights, the Bible tells us, he fasted before he began his ministry, knowing that there was something important about setting himself apart before he gave himself to the public. And then Jesus, of course, as a Jewish man, would have fasted four to five times with the nation as well throughout the year. And the Pharisees fasted weekly, and Jesus most likely uh, fasted weekly as well. And we know that the student is not greater than the master. If he fasted, we should fast. I mean, think about the biblical figures. Moses fasted on Mount Sinai before he received the Ten Commandments. Elijah fasted at Mount Horeb. Uh, when he was awaiting instructions from God on what to do next. And I'll speak to you a little bit more about that in a moment. David fasted when he was searching for healing and hoping for healing for his child and when he was in mourning for Jonathan and Saul. Daniel fasted seeking understanding. And that was for the 21 days that we get the Daniel fast from. Esther fasted when she was interceding for her nation. And maybe some of you feel like that would be your call, especially going into an election year to intercede for a nation. And Paul fasted. After he had his encounter with Christ on the road to Damascus, he fasted until he was baptized. And I would encourage anyone that's going to be baptized, fast beforehand, because it's a holy moment and we see Paul do this. Tertullian, the church father, said, fasting is recommended by the example of the prophets who endeavored by fasting to draw nearer to God. See, the goal of fasting is not health, although it's healthy. It's not to lose weight, although it does deny the flesh. It's not to form self-discipline, although you do grow your self-discipline by self-denial, but it's to get close to God. For only by denying the world do we begin to draw close to heaven. Charles Spurgeon, he said, our seasons of fasting and prayer at the tabernacle, which was his church, have been high days indeed. Never has heaven's gate stood wider. Never have our hearts been nearer to the central glory. There's something powerful when a whole church decides at the beginning of the year to give that very best in their preparation to the presence of God. I know this, when we begin to draw near to God, he really does draw near to us. So the first reason we fast is because Jesus calls us to it. The second reason is because fasting brings vision. You remember the story of Elijah when he confronted Jezebel and Ahab and all the false prophets? He had a great victory 
And yet out of that vic victory, uh, he was searching for what's next for vision. I mean, he got to the point where he questioned even his existence, his meaning. What am I doing here? What does this even, does this even matter? And he's in a really low place. And we see that truly he's lost his vision. Even though he had success, it obviously wasn't fulfilling. And maybe in there, there was unfulfilled expectations. You know, I bet you that Elijah thought when fire fell from heaven, instantly Jezebel and Ahab would have been thrown off the throne and Israel would have returned to God. And that didn't happen. So now he's low and he's questioning what's next. Because the truth is, even when there's success, we know that it's not fulfilling. And even success brings with it many times unfulfilled expectation. And the truth is, even with success, it leaves us wondering what's next. Accomplishment alone doesn't bring meaning, doesn't bring vision. So what does Elijah do? Well, the first thing he does is he gets alone with God, just like Jesus did early in the morning. He goes to a secluded place. The second thing he does is he fasts. For 40 days and 40 nights, he's fasting, approaching God, awaiting for an answer on what to do next. And the Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 9, suddenly the word of the Lord came to him. Look at that word, suddenly. Truth is, fasting and prayer releases suddenlies. I don't know if you're praying about decisions right now, maybe for your family or for your children, for your future. Maybe you're praying about some defeats that you've had, like Elijah, you feel maybe let down. Or maybe you're praying for direction and vision of your life. The truth is, fasting opens your spiritual ears to hear the whispers of God, and it comes Suddenly, after 40 days of no voice, the Bible says that Elijah went out to the foot of the mountain and he received direction from that still, small voice. And the voice told him, go out and anoint kings and raise prophets, which I think is a great description of what our goals should be as mothers and fathers. Raise, anoint kings and raise prophets. Really what God was turning Elijah towards was the next generation. That was his vision. The third thing that fasting brings is it brings breakthrough. It brings vision and it brings breakthrough. The Bible says, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. There's this story about a child that is oppressed by demons and there's no way out, no hope for this child. He's really in a broken place. And the father intercedes for the child. And really that's what fathers are called to do, to represent the child before the Lord. He first brings him to the disciples, but they didn't have enough power to release this child. So the father brings him to Jesus. Jesus rebukes the demon, casts it off the child, restores him to his right mind. The disciples come to Jesus afterwards and they say, Lord, why couldn't we do that? And Jesus says that you had little faith. Oh, you of little faith. He rebukes them for their lack of faith. And he shows them that the power, just a little bit of faith can move mountains, never mind release uh, people from oppression. But then he adds to that. And he says, in this kind of this spiritual oppression only comes out by much prayer and fasting. In other words, there are things that can happen in the spirit that can only happen by prayer and fasting. There are spiritual breakthroughs that require physical fasting. So if you're seeking deliverance, maybe for your child, like that father, maybe for a spouse, maybe for yourself in your own life, physical, 
mental, spiritual deliverance. I would encourage you this season, add fasting and prayer to your faith. I don't know if you've ever had a meal that felt like it had a missing ingredient. Maybe it was good, but it wasn't great. It's missing some salt. It's missing some sauce. Some of us haven't tasted freedom because we've been missing the key ingredient of fasting. There's a story of Daniel in Daniel chapter 10 where he fasts for 21 days. And after these 21 days, an angel appears and he says, from the first day of your prayer, your words were heard from God. So the prayer worked immediately. He said, but in the response that I was called to bring back to you, I was pushed back and fought against by the prince of the kingdom of Persia. He says he withstood me for 21 days. And, and this reveals to us that firstly, your prayers, they are always heard immediately. But the response may require a spiritual breakthrough. Why? Because we live in a spiritual world. There are things set up against God's people. Not because you aren't loved by God, but because you are loved by God. That's why you're hated by darkness. And fasting releases supernatural power on your behalf so that you can receive a response from God. Or simply, fasting brings breakthrough. So we must use these spiritual principles to overcome supernatural principalities. And the good news is, for he who is within us is greater than who is in the world. So in this fasting season, those of you who have been waiting on a response from God, know this, God has heard your prayers. He knows it. But I would encourage you to begin to add this supernatural principle and strength so that there can be a supernatural release. Every year, we start the year off with prayer requests for the coming year. And you know what I've seen? And this has happened every year, and it's, it's always amazing, is I've seen people, and even this with myself, write down requests that we're hoping God answers, breakthrough for the entire coming year. And yet I have seen some of them answered even before the 21 days are up. That's how powerful spiritual breakthrough is. And I've seen it on physical levels, healing. I've seen it economically, financially. I've seen it with housing and with children and spouses. I, I've seen breakthrough in so many different ways. Those of you that have been around the church for a while, you know you're excited about fasting and prayer. And we're, we're kind of talking to each other, getting each other ready, because we know that there's something very special that happens in this season. So my question for you is, do you need vision? Do you need a breakthrough in any area of your life or your family? Maybe you feel like even in this next year, you're called to be an intercessor for the nation. Or you're just seeking understanding maybe something that happened in the past or seeking understanding in the Word of God, join us January 1st through the 21st. Fast and pray to begin this new year. Become like the biblical figures of old. Do what they do. And I believe in this year, you and I and our church as a whole, all of Awakening is going to see a breakthrough and going to receive vision because we're going to add to our faith fasting. Thanks for listening to The Awakening Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. If you want to learn more about our church, visit us online at awakening.global. We'll see you soon.